Good morning. Good morning. And welcome on this absolutely beautiful Mother's Day and a happy Mother's Day to all our mothers this morning. At this time, I invite everyone to stand and join in singing hymn 191, found in the blue hymnals.
service of Holy Eucharist Rite 2 begins on the first page of our service booklets or on page 355 in the Book of Common Prayer, the red book in the pews. Alleluia! Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia! Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. Our first reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul stood in front of the Areopagus and said, Athenians, see, I see how extremely religious you are in every way. For as I went through the city and looked carefully at the objects of your worship, I found among them an altar with the inscription to an unknown God. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you the God who made the world and everything in it. He who is Lord of heaven and earth does not live in shrines by, made by human hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything. Since he himself gives to all mortals life and breath and all things. From one ancestor, 
he made all the nations to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each one of us, for in, he, in him we live and move and have our, our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. Since we are God's offspring, we ought not to think that the deity is like gold or silver or stone, an image formed by art and Im imagination of mortals. While God has overlooked the times of human ignorance, now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed a day on which we will have the whole world judged in righteousness by a man who, whom he has anointed. And of this, he has given assistance to all by raising him from the dead. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the first letter of Peter. Now who will harm you if you are eager to do what is good? But even if you do suffer for what is 
what is right. You are blessed. Do not fear what they fear, and do not be intimidated, but in your hearts sanctify Christ as Lord. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it in, with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear so that when you are maligned, those who abuse you for your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if suffering should be God's will, than, than to suffer for doing evil. For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the righteous unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirit in prison, who in former times did not obey, when God wanted patiently in the days of Noah, <coughs> during the building of the ark, and in which a few, that is, eight persons, were saved through water and baptism, which this prefigured now saves us, now is a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is in the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand as you're able and join together in singing hymn 455. We'll sing the first three verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the fourth verse after, hymn 455.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me. And those who love me will be loved by my Father. And I will love them and reveal myself to them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In today's gospel, Jesus tells the disciples that he is about to leave them, but he is going to send them the advocate, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth itself. A little later in this passage, Jesus will tell them why he is sending the Holy Spirit to them. And he will say specifically that he has taught them everything he can at this point, And the advocate, the Spirit, will continue teaching the church along the way. How wonderful these words are for us today. It is a reminder to us that the faith that we live and the scripture that we love is dynamic. It is organic and living and constantly growing. And what is it that it is constantly teaching us to do? As Jesus says, if you keep my commandment, what is that commandment, that same commandment that we heard on Monday, Thursday? To love one another as I have loved you. And so this wonderful, organic, dynamic, 
and growing reality of the word is always about teaching us how to live or how to love more greatly. How to understand love in new and different ways. How to move from exclusive to inviting and becoming far more inclusive, far beyond we could have ever hoped or imagined. Jesus' word does not just remain frozen in time, but continues growing within us, teaching us, challenging us to love more than we ever have. But the question is today, as it has been for so long, why is it that if love continues to grow, if we continue to live into the gospel, that evil still exists? That hatred continues to spring up around us? Sadly, last week, Father Rafino reminded us that after years of work on our, be, on our part, of learning to enter into brotherhood and relationship with our fellow neighbors at community or congregation Beth David, that anti-Semitism continues to be on the rise. It was discouraging that the statistic he brought out that here in New England alone, instance of anti-Semitism over the last three years has grown 32%. He also reminds us every time we look into the news that acts of violence and hatred towards people of color, towards the LGBTQ community, continue to rise and rise and rise. And we ask ourselves, why is that? Are we losing the battle despite our good work? And I think the answer lies in my garden at the house. Those who have been to Maureen's in my home know that when we bought the house eight years ago, we bought extensive gardens around the house and throughout around the house and the yard. And in a couple of different places, part of that landscape was the inclusion of Lily of the Valley. Now, Lily of the Valley is a beautiful plant. It gives you those wonderful, broad, dark green leaves early into the season and gives you those wonderful little bell-shaped flowers. But the lily of the valley has become the bane of my gardening existence. Because that little clump that was here and one over there that looked so lovely, two years later was a far bigger clump. So I decided I was going to cut it back. And how did I do that? I just kind of picked off the tops. And for that whole season, it didn't come back. I thought, ah, I've got it made. This is all we have to do until, of course, the next year. 
And those little pieces that I pulled off came flying back up, and they had brother and sister pieces spreading further and further afar until this year one clump has gone underneath the rocks at the edge of the garden and popped up all over the lawn. The truth be told, the only way you're going to get rid of unwanted lily of the garden, like any other invasive species of plant, is by digging it out at the roots. Same is true if we wish to annihilate evil and hatred in our society today. We cannot get rid of hatred and anti-whatever simply by legislating good behavior, but by attacking it at the very roots itself. Those roots that are insidiously woven through the fabric of our culture and our society. Those very roots that utilize our scripture as a way of weaponizing it against the very objects of those whom people wish to condemn. In last week's gospel, we heard the words from Jesus, I am the truth, the way, and the life. None may come to, may, none may come to the Father except through me. That is often used as a means of exclusion, often used by those who wish to propagate hatred and violence as a way of saying someone's less than human because they do not qualify to go to heaven. What they fail to think about, though, is the next line that we heard last week is, well, I and the Father are one. Yes, it is only through God that one can get to God. When we live within a dynamic understanding of the word, we often have to ask the question, how do we know that this is truly of the Holy Spirit when it is so easily warped and to be using, being used against others? And the litmus test is simple. Is it, are what we're hearing, reading and understanding increasing our ability and desire to love, broadening the circle of those who are part of the circle of God's love? Because if it isn't, it is not of the gospel itself. Presiding Bishop Michael Curry is quoted as saying quite simply, if it is not about love, it is not about God. Simple litmus test. And so if we here who are part of the body of Christ, who have vowed at our baptism to respect the dignity of every human being, who are truly heeding the words of Isaiah to prepare the way of the Lord, then we are called to fully understand the message of our gospel, to not accept proof texting as understanding, 
but to share what is at the very unchangeable core of the gospel itself, and that is it is about loving our neighbor as ourselves and loving God with our whole heart, mind, and spirit. That is why Jesus brought us the advocate to continually teach us and move us forward and help us grow our hearts in love because it is only through love that hate and evil can be defeated. It is only through the love of God that the light of God can shine into the darkness and destroy the darkness and the evil itself. And we, as conduits of that light and that love, share the ability through Christ to be bearers of love and to be those who help rid this world of hatred itself. So as we at times sit back dumbfounded by what we hear in the news, by the growing realities of violence against each other in this country and throughout this world, know that we have it within our capacity to stamp it out simply by doing one thing, living into the commandment of Christ, to love each other as Christ has loved us. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to Jesus, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In peace we pray to you, Lord God, for all people in their daily life and work. For our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone. For this community, the nation, and the world. For all who work for justice, freedom, and peace. For the just and proper use of your creation. For the victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For those who minister to the sick, the friendless, and the needy. For the peace and unity of the Church of God. 
for all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth. For Michael, our presiding bishop, Nicholas, our bishop, and for all bishops and other ministers. For all who serve God in his church. For the special needs and concerns of this congregation. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for Ron and Marjorie Boss, Barbara Brown, and Jeff Brown, and Robin Bellows. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for La Iglesia de la Ascension, the Church of the Ascension Cranston, and the Church of the Ascension Wakefield. Hear us, Lord. For your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings of this life. We will exalt you, O God, our King, and praise your name forever. We pray for all who have died, especially Robert Lee Considine Sr., that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them who put their trust in you. And this morning we give thanks for the answering of prayer and for the healing of John Tasson and for the ongoing healing of Leo Carroll, both of whom, after a long absence, were able to return to church. Almighty and eternal God, ruler of all things in heaven and earth, mercifully accept the prayers of your people and strengthen us to do your will. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in eternal life. Amen. Please be seated. And before the peace, I've missed out that last week was the first Sunday of the month, so this is officially the first Sunday of the month. I invite anyone who has a birthday or anniversary, wedding anniversary during the month of May to come forward for their blessing. This is a good month for birthdays. <laughs> and I'm assuming an anniversary? Okay. So we'll start with the birthday. Birthdays. The Lord be with you. O oh God, our times are in your hand. Look with favor, we pray, on your servants as they begin another year. Grant that they may grow in wisdom and grace and strengthen their trust in your goodness all the days of their lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O oh God, you have so consecrated the covenant of marriage that in it is represented the spiritual unity between Christ and his church. Continue, therefore, to send your blessing upon these, your servants, that they may continue to so love, honor, and cherish each other in faithfulness and patience, in wisdom and true godliness, that their home may be a haven of blessing and peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, 
one God, now and forever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Congratulations. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Peace. Good morning, everybody. My name is Ron Cowie, and I have the announcements. Uh, I know, it's very exciting. Okay, tomorrow, the blood drive for the Eagle Scout dude is here, I think, and it's from 3 to 7 p.m., and the sponsor code is 5123. Now, if you're able to donate blood, do it. Um, it's, a, it's a really simple thing that you can do that does, in fact, save lives. Um, and on May 31st, the United Against Hate Workshop is at Prout. This is free, and it's 4.30 to 7.30 p.m., uh, and you can register. It's in the e-net, and you can just click and do it. So, like, you know, these, these past two weeks, the sermons have been kind of tough, and you're thinking, well, maybe it hits you sideways. What can I do about this? Well, you can go to a workshop and learn what to do, and, you know, sometimes it's not that complicated, but... It's always good to find out. Um, flowers for the altar. Uh, we are looking for people who would like to you know, have their loved ones memorialized or remembered, and it's a great way to make the church look nice. So select your date and submit your message today. Church parking passes uh, with the warm weather and everyone who thinks the beach is nice. Uh, is going to be coming along, and there have been tickets given, and even though we have a slight in with the Narragansett police for a church. Uh, we do have parking passes that make it easy just so the tickets don't get written in the first place. And save the date, June 25th, Bishop Nisley is going to be here, um, and he will be receiving anyone who wants to be an Episcopalian. Is that right? That's right. That's right. You know, if it's they wish to do that, painless, you know. and it's fun, and we'll probably have some cake. Uh, preschool enrollment, the open enrollment is ongoing and is fun. So if you know anyone who's looking for a great preschool, we got one, uh, and have them check it out. Oh, um, the, the, this is the last one. June 14th is going to be our next church supper. And I'm thinking that we'll do it outside because it's nice weather and the, my thought is like a sheet pan baked chicken. I've been reading a lot of the things in the New York Times, and man, they're really good. Uh, and we can feed a lot of people that way. And it's totally free. There's no pressure. We don't have any angles that we're working. It's just to get together and have dinner and get to know each other and have some fun. Bring a friend. We won't be weird about that. But you should register just so we know how, how to... Um, how many chickens or whatever we're going to make to make. All right, thank you very much. On that note, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
Chiefly are we bound to praise you for the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. For he is the true Paschal Lamb, who was sacrificed for us and has taken away the sin of the world. 
By his death he has destroyed death, and by his rising to life again, he has won for us everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. And gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all, he stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he'd given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom 
All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. The body of Christ, the bread of heaven the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation.
Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord, to him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, the honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 544.
us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Spirit. Alleluia, alleluia.